We've all been there. You're standing in a museum, staring at a painting, and all you can think is, I don't get it. To me, knowing the story behind an artwork is a huge part of knowing how to look at it. I'm Amanda, the host of the Art of History podcast, where we view history through the lens of some really great works of art. Each episode, we dive deep into the bigger picture behind some familiar and maybe not so familiar pieces. Check out Art of History now wherever you get your podcasts. Soundington Media! Welcome to another edition of Reaching Out from Reach, a space podcast for kids. In Reaching Out, we take time to answer questions about space from kids around the world. This week's question comes from Bella, and it's all about objects in space. Let's have a listen. Hi, my name is Bella, and my question is, what is a satellite? Thanks for the great question, Bella. To get the answer, we reached out to Will Saunders, Ph.D. candidate in astronomy at Boston University, contributor to Brainspace magazine, and co-host of the podcast Astro Sound Bites. Let's hear what Will had to say. A satellite is any object in space that orbits a larger object. For example, the moon is a satellite of Earth because it orbits the Earth. And the Earth is a satellite of the sun because it orbits the sun. Even asteroids can have satellites of their own orbiting them, which are just smaller asteroids. But these are all examples of natural satellites. When we think of satellites, often we think of artificial or human-made satellites. Earth only has one natural satellite, the moon, but humans have launched thousands of artificial satellites into orbit. They all look a little different, and they all perform different functions. Some of them are used for GPS, to tell you where you are. Some are used for communication, like transmitting TV or radio. And some are used for astronomy. They carry telescopes. The most famous space telescope is Hubble, which has been going strong for over 30 years, taking beautiful pictures and making discoveries about the universe. And Hubble is a huge satellite. It's the size of a school bus. In astronomy, we generally say bigger is better. But some astronomers are trying a radical new strategy, launching little tiny telescopes on little tiny satellites. And I mean really tiny. Some of them are so small they could fit in your hand. But don't be fooled, small telescopes can still make big discoveries. These tiny satellites are called CubeSats, because they're all assembled from standard cubes. It's kind of like Legos, where you can assemble the cubes to make any size and shape you want. Each cube is 10 centimeters on a side. So if you stack two cubes, it's about the size of a carton of milk. If you arrange six cubes, it's about the size of a toaster. And you can assemble CubeSats anywhere from one up to 27 cubes. Engineers build these CubeSats to contain really tiny telescopes. Unlike Hubble and the massive telescopes in space, CubeSats are small, so they can only do one or two things. 
but they do them really well. Here's an example. In the space all around the Earth, there are these high-energy particles called plasma. Plasma can't reach us on the ground because the atmosphere protects us. But the plasma in space can smash into our artificial satellites and destroy them. So in order to help protect our satellites, a team at Boston University built a CubeSat called Cupid to map the locations of the plasma. Cupid is an acronym and it stands for CUSP Plasma Imaging Detector. So Cupid's mission is to take the first pictures of this plasma so we know where it is. And to do this, Cupid uses a lobster eye camera. Yep, that's right, a lobster eye camera. You see, lobsters have incredibly unusual eyes. They're made of tons of little square holes. Light enters each little hole, and then it's combined to make one really wide image. So the astronomers and engineers working on Cupid designed the camera the exact same way, so it can track the motion of all the different plasma particles all around the Earth at the same time. Cupid is only the size of a toaster, but it's demonstrating the power of this new lobster eye technology in space. And here's another reason astronomers are excited about CubeSats. They make space more accessible to everyone. In 2016, the first CubeSat built entirely by elementary school students was launched into space. 400 students worked together at St. Thomas More Cathedral School in Virginia under the supervision of a NASA engineer to build their very own CubeSat. New CubeSat missions take lots of risks, and some of these may fail. But the ones that succeed make major discoveries about the universe and can help open up space to all of us. Thanks again for the fantastic question, Bella. And a big thanks to Will Saunders, host of the Astro Soundbites podcast, for joining us on Reach. We'd also like to thank Nikki Middleton and the team at Brainspace, the interactive magazine for kids. Got a question about space? Let us know. Get your parents' permission and give us a call at 312-248-3402. Then leave us a message with your first name, where you're from, and your question for a chance to be featured in an upcoming episode. We can also accept your questions via email. Just send us your first name, where you're from, and what question you'd like answered to reachthepodcast at gmail.com. That's it for this week on Reaching Out. We're your hosts, Brian Holden. And Meredith Stepien. Reach is produced by Nate DeFort and Sandy Marshall and edited by Nate DeFort. Our theme song and additional music was composed by Jesse Case. And our logo was created by Stephen Lyons. Reach is a production of Soundsington Media, committed to making quality programming for young audiences and the young at heart. For more information on our shows and the people behind them, go to soundsingtonmedia.com. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. 
So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now 